Welcome in to another edition of Divorce Force Podcast. And I'm very excited to introduce this next guest. If you don't know about her, you will soon. Please welcome Megan Wiley, a.k.a. The, Ray, the Real Meg Stallion on TikTok. Please welcome Megan Wiley, everybody. Hey, Woo. what's up, y'all? Woo! <laughs> what is going on? Um... You know, I, I got to give you a lot of credit. You know, I come from a radio background and broadcasting. I've worked at a radio station for three years in community college. And I came across your t- uh, TikTok videos and it just really blew me away. And on top of that, of course, you do have a full-time job working at Fox in uh, digital media and marketing. So talk about how you balance that and kind of walk me through the process of creating TikTok and why you decided, hey, um, you know, I want to create this experience for uh, myself and kind of, you know, start me walking through that process. Well, to start off, I do have a Miller Lite in my hand. So <laughs> great hey, let's go Miller Lite sponsorship. I mean, come on. I know it, it needs to happen already. So Miller, if you're listening, we're we're already, like, come on, help your girl out. <laughs> but yeah, first off, yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. And when he reached out, I was like, heck yeah, I think this would be fun. So yeah, I'm excited to share my story. Um, but yeah, I first downloaded TikTok literally kind of as a joke in a way. <laughs> Like, I I downloaded it at the beginning of 2020 when the pandemic happened um, or when it first started because I started working from home and my little sister was, like, doing TikToks. And so she's the one that introduced me to it. And, um, yeah, so I downloaded it for my own entertainment. Literally never in my wildest dreams (laughs) would I have imagined. I would have grown to, like, 1.6 million followers. But... And it's amazing, like, just put this in perspective for our listeners. You had 217 in December of 20, uh, or March, of March of 2020, you had 217. In December of 2021, you had over 1.4 million followers. Like, that is amazing. Yeah, it, <laughs> that, it, the past literally eight months for me have been so surreal so like it was june of 2021 that i hit 200,000 followers and then by november like fourth i believe or seventh i don't know but i hit (laughs) but then within since that day beginning of november to like december 1st i had 1.5 million so i grew 500,000 followers in less than a month and that's what like i'm obviously doing something right yes exactly and i want to touch on that i mean um for those who aren't familiar with your content um kind of explains it and what you do and how you go about it because obviously um you know you have a lot of you do a lot of you have this wealth of knowledge with creating the videos and you do a great job of you know building off the content that these various comedians like uh steve trevino bill evil i mean larry the cable guy the list goes on and on so tell me how you decided 
like to create that type of content and where that idea came to be? Well, so I guess to start off, I, I, I don't know, like at the very beginning, whenever I started making videos, like I didn't always, like I've always been interested in comedy skits, but I mean, the evolution of me getting to like posting those, like it's insane. So <laughs> my the first type of videos that I posted, like I didn't even know what TikTok was. I didn't know how to create a video. I thought the app was like super confusing. <laughs> um, and like, it still is very confusing and they do need like a lot more features, but all my old, like my most like, earliest videos I had maybe like five to ten likes on a video I like no followers and since I really didn't have an audience I just posted whatever I wanted and back then like trends weren't as big of a topic as they are today because TikTok was just still so new like yeah it was musically and I never had musically but like I mean the pandemic literally like changed social media like it it really really did and um, so yeah, I never really thought about jumping on trends. So I would post a lot of like videos of different montages of like different uh, videos I had in my iPhone and I would post them and they, they didn't do good, but I liked them. I was doing it for my own entertainment. Um, and then I had, this is when I started to realize what I was, what worked. Um, at the beginning of 2020, I posted a video that was about things only Texans will understand. <laughs> and that video, yeah, that video yeah. wasn't most viewed, but it was the first video that actually went viral for me. And so then I was like, huh, I'm going to start posting more Texas content. And then uh, I posted videos like why Texas is the greatest state, <laughs> what it's like living in Texas, because I, I don't know, I started doing this because this was the first experience I had when I started to see a ton of engagement with that co type of content. So I learned like, okay, people like this because they can relate to it, which is something that I, to this day, do with every single video I post. I, I ask myself, okay, can people relate to this? So like with the comedy skits, I, uh, I mean, I'm not married and I don't have kids, but I post a lot of content that is like that because other people can relate to it. And I mean, yeah, you just figure out what people can relate to. That's my secret key. But yeah, so the comedy skits, uh, I've always been a huge fan of Steve Trevino. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he's amazing. <laughs> he, he is literally so funny and he is very relatable. His last tour was called Relatable and <laughs> it doesn't make sense. And um. Yeah, he actually, I don't, did you see that I got to go to his show? Yes, yes, that's awesome. Yeah, he <laughs> reached out and, um, well, actually he didn't. So how that came about, uh, one of the largest record label companies for comedians and based in um, Tennessee called 800 Pound Gorilla Records, funny name, but their merch is <laughs> <laughs> they have ban bananas, uh, bananas on them and stuff. Super cute. But anyways, they uh, reached out and they wanted to collab with me. And they sent me like access to a bunch of different comedians content. And um, I would go through it, pick one. 
And so none of it was Steve Trevino though. But then they started to like really look at my page and they noticed that Steve Trevino and Chad Daniels, I have Mm. like, that was like a lot of my comedy content. And those were the only two comedians that I ever made like videos of like comedian wise. I never did any other comedians that often just because they're my two favorites and they have, they manage Steve Trevino. And so I live in Austin, Texas and Steve Trevino lives in San Antonio, Texas, which is super close to each other. Um, And Steve was having a show in San Antonio the weekend that I was home and invited me to his show. So I got to hang out with him. And I remember, I will never forget the first thing he said to me. He was sitting in the corner in his, I guess they call it a, what was it? I think it was like a green room or something, but it's pretty much like his like dressing room. And he was sitting there with Captain Evil, his wife, and I about <laughs> bet my pants. Like I was like, what the heck is happening right now? Um, and I walked in and he had two like people in there and he introduced me to them by saying, oh my God, it's Meg fucking Stallion. <laughs> the girl that helped me go viral, which is very true. I mean, other people have done his skits before, like his like content, but they they haven't done it to the point where it's like all the fucking time. And I have so many followers and people that don't follow me comment on my stuff, reach out, but also like comment on his stuff and like his YouTube and his Instagram. And they're like, I found you through Meg Riley. And he, he was like, thank, he thanked me so much. And then we got shit faced after the show together. And <laughs> it was a blast. Like I, he gave me his phone one time. Like he was like, hold my phone or <laughs> watch my phone, hold my whiskey. And I was like, I posted a video about it. I was like a little shit faced myself, but I was like, so mind blown that I had Steve Trevino's phone in my hand. So what did I do? I posted a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> That was great. I saw that. That was amazing. Yeah, it was it was a great time. And I have a cell number. Like Hey yo, that's awesome. And one thing I want to touch on too is the authenticity and the approach to just being relatable because you not only do um, you know, uh TikTok videos and, and post uh, you know, skits with comedians uh, and imitate them, you do uh, things that are happening in your own personal life. Uh, so talk about that, and uh, especially like the post with your grandma and um, her dancing to Willie Nelson, and uh, talk about that experience. Yeah. Um, so my my whole all of my content, my whole like just everything I post and everything. Um, I'm not just posting things that are on the comedy side like using Mm. other people's content like which yeah I'm not I have branded myself which is very important in a way where I want my platform to be whether it's Instagram or TikTok I want it to be a place of positivity and somewhere where people can just escape reality and all of the things that are happening in their life and just laugh and just smile. That's I, 
positivity and to be inspired is literally what I live for. And that's what I've tried to do with my, my social media. And it really has, um, done very well that way. Uh, yeah, I, my grandma's video, (laughs) (laughs) this is like the coolest thing that's ever happened to me since I started TikTok. I posted a video of my grandma. She has a jukebox at her house and she's the coolest girl ever. Her name is Gaga. And uh, I just made her a TikTok, by the way. So if y'all want to follow her, it's the real Gaga underscore stallion. But (laughs) she is a badass, uh, a huge badass. She has owned tigers, monkeys. (laughs) Like she is crazy and she's awesome. And she's actually in the Hall of Fame for the rodeo. So really, yeah, she still rides today, too. She doesn't stop, which we're a lot alike because I don't stop (laughs) and we're (laughs) our best friends. But uh, we bond me, her and my um, grandfather that passed away in 26. Let me see. Hold up. My grandpa that passed away in 2018. I had a look. Um we all bonded on Willie Nelson and Dolly Parton and all of those types of like old, older, like country artists. Um, and she has a jukebox and this jukebox is, I swear it's haunted. I used to think that, uh, whenever I stay at her house, there's this room that I sleep in and the jukebox is in there or in the other room. And every time it will like randomly start playing, and it, I always am, like, freaked out by it because I'm, like, why? Like, why is it randomly playing? Uh, <laughs> so I'm in there to turn it off, and I walk in on her dancing alone to Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain by Willie Nelson, which was my grandpa and her song. And I, what I do, I made a TikTok out of it, and um, it landed us both on the Kelly Clarkson show. And because of COVID we were had to do it remotely but if like i just wish covid wasn't like a big thing then because we would have been sitting on that couch with her and brad <laughs> Paisley, and it was so cool like whenever i heard brad uh kelly clarkson say i want a gaga i literally died and gaga loved it and she's not she hates being on camera like she she will be but she just hates it and so like she was way more excited than I was. And that made me really happy. Yeah, I love that. Um, you know, being on Kelly Clarkston must have been, uh, felt amazing. I know it was virtual, but um, it must have been an honor to, you know, have the opportunity to, you know, get that chance to be, you know, included in that show. So what was that like and how exciting was to, you know, get the experience to be on her talk show? Yeah. Uh, well, how I even the whenever I realized I got reached out by them, I got a random uh, DM from one of the producers. And I am not like a texter or anything. So <laughs> like a bunch of DMs like crazy every single day. And back then, I, I don't even remember. I think I had like 150,000 followers or something like that. Um. So I really, I don't know, like, I had all my notifications when someone DM me off, and I looked through them, but like, I have it, it's just very, 
it's very fortunate that I saw that one DM. <laughs> fake. And they said that they saw the video and that Kelly, uh, or they said Kelly saw the video and they want me to be on the show. I didn't believe it. I thought it was fake. So <laughs> I replied though, and it, it was real. And she called me and it, it, yeah, it was real. And it was just kind of like, amazing to me because at the time which my grandma like I said earlier is a badass and Uh she's such a inspiring type of person and just has like she has a cool story and I I've always since I was a little girl wanted the opportunity to share her with the world or with other people because she she's just so like I don't know awesome like she's a badass and I was like, oh, my God, I'm about to have the opportunity to share her with all a bunch, like, literally the world on Kelly Clarkson. And, um, yeah, it was just so surreal to me. Like, I couldn't believe it. And, yeah. Yeah, that's that's phenomenal. And a lot of times, I mean, you don't get the combination to to share those kind of experiences with a fan like that. And, you know, it's really cool to have that, especially in that moment. Um, and I know I did see recently um, you got a chance. She has this amazing closet, like your grandma, with all these jackets. Uh, so I know you couldn't obviously try all them on. But which one do you think was your favorite out of all her jackets that she has? Yeah. So, OK, I, I know exactly which jacket. So she has she and my grandpa built this her dream house. They remade <laughs> built this dream house at my ranch um in east texas and she has this closet okay first off she has so many shoes Um, (laughs) she has like two closets just of shoes and then this one closet is coats and jackets but she has different like little pillar things on the walls so she can move different shelves wherever she wants And it's insane. So I need to do another video. Thank you for reminding me. (laughs) But um, there's this one jacket that I wear every time I'm there. I was wearing it two days ago. It is a, um, like a denim Levi jacket. And it has, I don't know, not Sherpa. It's like where it has the fuzzy like collar. But the inside is striped different colors. And I have looked everywhere (laughs) online for this jacket but her and my grandpa have matching ones. And she, I, I've asked her so many times if I can have it. Well, the other day, <laughs> I asked her, can I please have it like yours or my grandpa's? And I said, no, because she had oh, man, playing two- hardball there. <laughs> <laughs> I know she had those two jackets custom made for her and my grandpa to where you can't buy them online. Wow. So like, yeah, so those two are my favorite. She also has like a red ostrich jacket made out of an ostrich we had at our uh, ranch. So like, yeah, <laughs> that's that's amazing. And let me talk about your ranch because I gotta say, the video you posted about the knife of the night of month and the cow or bull just coming up saying hi and <laughs> and like and then you having to do the rest of the video in the car that was amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my favorite animal is a cow. 
I yes, <laughs> but I freaking love cows. Like I talk to them like they're humans. Like if I'm driving by them, like on the highway or wherever, I'll unroll my window and be like, "Hey!" Like I'll say hi. <laughs> to that. And um, I don't know, but this bull. I mean, we have other bulls on our property, and <laughs> this one's just special. It let it like lets me like touch him and like <laughs> I can sit on him and ride him and he doesn't do anything but yeah like I was showing a knife a month video which is a sponsor of mine and this cow like I saw him in the background I'm, or this bull I saw him in the background coming up and at the I was like oh my god like I was kind <laughs> of scared. you can tell I'm kind of terrified because can like go like ape shit on you but yeah like, yeah he he did ram like rub his head on me like push me and then it got to the point where I was like okay I'm gonna get in my car <laughs> but yeah I don't, I don't know it's really funny though also because I'm from Houston Texas so like I grew up in the city um but I I went to school like college um in uh East Texas and Nacogdoches go lumberjacks <laughs> but uh yeah, it's just, it's the oldest town in Texas. So like I my ranch is in East Texas, so I would always visit all the time. And so I have country roots in me. But I grew up in Houston and I'm a city girl, but I'm a country girl. That's awesome, Meg. I really admire the fact that you enjoy both the country and city side. I actually have a grandma who lives in the mountains and it's just this place for family to get together and whether it's for a holiday or birthday or whatever the occasion is, it's always been a special place. And, you know, it's always great to have those types of things and gatherings. And it's just been amazing for everybody. And we always enjoy going up to grandma's house in the mountains. It's always been a great place to visit and spend time with family and friends. Uh, So to bounce off that, what do you enjoy most about making a positive impact through content creation through TikTok? I am friends with a bunch of different size creators. And it is so important to me personally to not just help them, but I want to introduce them to so many of my like audience. Like I want them to grow too and that's something that I my creator friends really appreciate about me and they tell me this all the time they bought me a damn Miller Lite fridge like like they really genuinely love the fact that I it doesn't like I haven't forgotten about them even though I've grown like to almost two million followers like I really want them to grow also and so I do a bunch of videos collaborating with all of them so I, I restarted this trend of where you take a sip of a drink and you pass it and all of them have gone viral and people also like viewers love seeing that they love seeing a bunch of their favorite creators or creators they're familiar with all together in one video but I've helped them grow and like that's something that just is really important to me like I want to help out other people and I'm actually very interested, by the way, side note, um, in starting a podcast talking about that, like educating people. And because like, I don't know, I have the opportunity 
Like, I have a very large platform that I have the opportunity to share what I do and, like, help other people grow. Like, even if you have one follower on TikTok or Instagram, like, I, I want to help you out, you know? And so, yeah. Yep. I, and I love that. And um, so, and I think that's huge, helping other people. Uh, that's why I started my podcast uh, back in 2020. I, it's so weird. We're in a new year already. Like, like when I would reach out to people, I would say, you know, the podcast I started last year. The, and now it's 2022. And it's like, no, I've, I've been doing it since 2020. And um, yeah, it's, it's unreal that it's a new year already. But I mean, when I when I first started my podcast, um, I had a lot of I listened to a lot of podcasts. And, you know, my goal was to bring a diverse group of people in and give, you know, my audience uh, a, a platform for what's out there. Because when I graduated college, it was, I mean, I feel like opportunities are endless. And you mentioned earlier about the power of social media and how that has evolved since the pandemic. Um, so talk about that and how you've seen it expand just in that short amount of time. Yeah, like, first off, congrats on your success with your podcast. And yeah, but um... I sincerely, I sincerely appreciate that. I, I love that. And I, I appreciate that so much, Meg. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And you have a really fun laugh. I like it. <laughs> oh, I love I love that. Appreciate that. I know. Like, um, I know people people love that. So uh, appreciate <laughs> that, too. <laughs> well, so like besides TikTok, like with Instagram. So before the pandemic, which Instagram, first off, is the hardest thing to grow on, like <laughs> the hardest app to grow on compared to TikTok. It's like insanely difficult. Um. I used Instagram primarily for friends and family that I know. Like, I always had my account on private, and I just, like, didn't even really care to grow. I mean, I didn't think about it. I didn't really care about social media, which a lot of people don't, like, have that mindset. But, like, yeah, um, Instagram, I don't know. So, TikTok. So, I think TikTok, like social media in general before the pandemic was a good, like a big thing, but not like as big as it is now. Like the pan, I, that is the one thing that I am grateful for with the pandemic is how social media in general just boomed. Like it really did skyrocket, you know, like, do you think so? Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. And I think, um, I mean, Every, every, you know, stays doing things, doing, but people had more time. I mean, people, and like you said, you and, and myself too, we had the downtime to be creative. And I mean, that's the key thing. Like, it's not just, I mean, like the people who just got creative and, and did the, you know, found somebody and, and kind of the, the one-off, the one and dones are, are kind of a thing of the past because, if you're authentic and you create content, it it's really the sky's the limit. And you've certainly shown that 
um, with your TikToks. It's not just you, you want to create something that's trendy. You want to be authentic and have this, you know, positive platform that actually makes a difference. And with that extra push, you can create something that's bigger than than just a one and done kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also, uh, I know what the older gentleman's name is because I looked him up. It's Jack Vosman. Or I don't know how to pronounce it, but Jack Vosman. You've got to look him up. He is so freaking funny. Oh my gosh. I, I will have to do that. And um, so I want to ask, um, you know, obviously, um, you know, I work full-time job. You work a full-time do- job. Jeez, oh, can't even get my words out. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, but talk about, talk about the balance in that and, you know, balancing, you know, the, the work that you do uh, with your full-time job and, balancing the creative side and posting TikToks and things like that. And how do you, you know, do you have a creative schedule? Do you have like a, you know, a a gender for that? How does that all work for you? It sucks. (laughs) (laughs) It sucks. I, it is the hardest thing. So yeah, it's, I don't know. A lot of people that don't, create content and that aren't that involved in like the whole social media influencer which I by the way absolutely hate the word influencer I personally don't influence anyone to do anything besides (laughs) like live a positive like just laugh life like I don't like I like content creator just because I create content and people like what I create like I'm not like I'm sponsored by people but I just like I'm not trying to just influence people like i'm just yeah i love it (laughs) exactly like i'm trying to influence (laughs) i guess their like their mood to be happy like i guess so i uh, yeah that sounds weird yeah content creation content creator i I love it because that's more focused on creating content and impacting people in a positive way yeah I, i mean I love that. That's what I'm trying to do with the podcast and hope yeah. if I impact somebody, you know, that's, that's what we're here to do. <laughs> yeah. And I love it and you're doing it. So congrats again. But like, yeah, it, it really does suck. Um, doing both, but I never like, okay. So what I just moved to Austin in July and I got a new job working for Fox, but I used to work for a uh, local TV station that was owned by or it was an NBC affiliate in um, College Station, Texas and I was an account executive so I did like marketing for local um, businesses and like for TV and digital marketing and so I went to school for that so I I studied radio television um, because I always wanted to become a news anchor or a reporter and then my minor, which technically I was a double major, I, it was uh, marketing and PR. And that, like, I just wanted to become a reporter. And the day, actually, the day before I graduated college, I was accepted my first job in College Station um, in marketing, and I accepted it. And it was a great feeling, like, sitting there at graduation. Yes. Like, <laughs> and that, like... Yeah, so then I worked there a couple years, and I 
was doing TikTok throughout it. And I, whenever I like had finished my job and I was moving to Austin in July of this year of 2021, I had maybe like 250, maybe 300,000 followers. So like, it wasn't my mindset at all. Um, and I, I blew up you like, that's the thing that stands out about me. Like my story is the fact that I blew up like so quickly that I, I never thought this would come to my mind, but it got, it is gotten very out of hand. Um, <laughs> not like right now. I mean, it still is, but like I, I hired a manager because I, I genuinely, it's a lot when you do it by yourself. Like it's not yes. about posting a video. And that's something that I wish a lot of more people really understood about what content creators do. Because like some of my friends that don't do TikTok, like they have them, but they don't post anything. Like they just, they think that it's just like posting a video. They don't think it's, there's more to it that goes into it. But- <laughs> Come on, that's the, that's the misconception. I love that. Like, like for like, oh my gosh, like like for social uh, media and like for me too. Like, like before before guests, like before uh, make before you come on the podcast, you know, we did a pre call. There was you know messages back and forth. Um, like there's there's a whole plan in place before a guest before we hit record. And it's like they they just see. I mean, that's good. They see the finished product, but you, you, I totally get that. Where it's like, oh, it's just like kind of a fun thing. Well, there is a there is a beside behind the scenes that you don't see. <laughs> yeah, and it's so true. And I just wish more people knew about that because I mean, did imagine having a large following or not a large following? It's it's hard for everyone, especially if you're working. Like you're you're main priority is your full-time job like that's my main priority but like somehow I've like continued to grow which I mean I just want to share that with people so that people like can learn but I mean there's so much that goes into it like imagine having to manage your email all of these different like brand outreach emails like (laughs) wanting to work with you and you have to figure out if they're real or if they're like you know fake or if they, like, you don't want to sell yourself too short, you know, you want to make sure you're getting paid for what they're asking for. And it's just a lot. But also even creating it and, like, the content and remembering, like, deadlines. Like, I, I cannot, and if any brand's listening to this, <laughs> they know I am, the, I, I was the worst at remembering deadlines. And I'm a very organized person. But it really wasn't my main priority. Like I first downloaded TikTok and it's never changed for the the sole purpose of entertaining myself. But now Mm. that I have this audience, like I'm entertaining my my community. I like to call them a community and supporters because they're awesome and I love y'all. Anyways. uh, Yeah. (laughs) And I I wanted to touch on the video I think it was March 2020, early on, and then you did a follow-up to that. You were like, I don't know if this uh, video will go viral or not, but if it does, you know, I'm really good at lip-syncing. 
And that was amazing because the 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 follow to that was like, I mean, it was just amazing to see that. And, um, you know, and the the authenticity. I mean, I think we need more of that because if the I mean, if the pandemic taught us anything, it's you just have to be authentic and be yourself um, because sometimes that gets lost and we have this or that or, you know, the go, go, go. But. I mean, go, 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 <laughs> go. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, and I think people appreciate that because you are just authentic. You're just yourself. Yeah, like, and that's, I, I thank you so much. That means a lot to me. But yeah, I like, I don't know. I, I just think what, if you want to ever grow big on social media or like, I don't know, I just, if, even if you don't want to and you just want to grow like a little, community that's cool all you have to do like the simplest thing i can tell you is just be yourself have fun and besides post like relevant relative or relevant content like just try to grow a strong community and be yourself like grow your personal brand like once like so i want to talk about my brand which it makes no sense but for some reason it's stuck like with me, but I don't drive a fucking Ford Ranger. <laughs> you do not. You do I not. Drive, you just I got drove, a new, yeah, I drove got a new vehicle that was beat to shit. But like, I now I drive a Honda or Hyundai, <laughs> whatever. And, <laughs> oh and I don't drive a fucking Ford Ranger. I just made a video. <laughs> I did my Meg face and yes. <laughs> Any of y'all aren't familiar with my Meg face. I, ever since I was a kid, like, I, my eyes can do some weird shit. <laughs> and I just have always made this face and TikTok started calling it the Meg face. And then I made, I, I made a video of this audio I heard that was fucking Ford Ranger. And I did the <laughs> Meg with it. And then that stuck. So I cannot tell you how many times a day I get DMs that have to do with Miller Lite or Ford Rangers. Like, even Ford, Ford Rangers Instagram posted me on their Instagram, and I'm like, why? I don't have a Ford Ranger. You know, it's funny. I got to tell you, and this is no lie, my first vehicle was a Ford Ranger, baby. I'm a Ranger. Let's go. It was like um, my first vehicle. It was like, it was green. It was amazing. That was my first vehicle when I started driving. I would take that thing, man, the high school. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. Great <laughs> what, memory. What color Ford Ranger was it? Uh, it was like um, it was like dark, dark green. So, like, forest green. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so and then, and then, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Whenever I moved to Austin, um, this was the greatest moment. Like, okay, because none of my family, like, everyone lives so far away. And I'm a huge family person, so I spend a lot of time with my family. And um, so it was kind of hard. But the second I moved in, my neighbor, my next-door neighbor, pulls up. And he drives a fucking Ford Ranger. <laughs> and I, oh. I, like, literally, I introduced myself. And I said, okay, this is a weird way to say what's up but i'm the fucking ford ranger girl on tiktok and <laughs> we're gonna be doing content i need to drive like i need to make content in your ford ranger <laughs> yeah 
So that's that's awesome. I love that, and it, it's weird. And I don't know if you have any like, uh, like it's like the Ford stopped making them. Like I don't know if they blown them back or it's like why why stop stop with like the big F one fifties. Like okay, they're big trucks. But not everybody wants an F-150 or F-250. They stopped making Ford Rangers? Yeah. Okay, I am, after this, I am making a video about that. Are you kidding me? No, because they said that they stopped. They, um, they wanted to stop making them because more people were buying or wanted the bigger truck. So they had, they stopped making the Ford Rangers because more people were buying, which, you know what? I, I, there's a place, there is a place for the Ford Ranger and the, and the Ford family. I mean, let's come on now. (laughs) I didn't know that. That's insane. I know. And when I, when I saw, when I saw your video, I was like, you know what? That's amazing. And I'm glad people appreciate it because I just, I mean, I get it, but it's like, man, that, that was my first, I mean, I love that thing. It was nice. It wasn't, you know, it was a, it was great for me because I, you know, I wouldn't have a lot of people, and I don't need, I don't need to be driving the, the big F one fifties or F two fifties. That that truck was perfect. That, that that really that was if that if I would buy another truck, I get I get a Ford Ranger for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, I would too. Which whenever I got a new car, like two months ago or not even like maybe a month ago I made a video like asking people what kind of car I should get and I just knew it would be all four rangers which I (laughs) like I I wanted a truck I really I'm a Chevy guy though or a girl I'm a Chevy guy (laughs) hey you know I don't know do you watch the show on Netflix called The Ranch I I've watched a couple of them but I like okay yeah it's funny like um yeah man the the chevy and the four man it's Wait, uh it's Ford rangers uh, well they have they had the guy so the father in the show he he likes the he's more of the ford guy and then his his the, his then girlfriend that he dates later has a chevy and they kind of have a it's kind of like an inside joke it's it's kind of funny yeah <laughs> So that's kind of funny, yeah. I just that was funny to bring up, but um, but yeah, man, I I think it's it's great that um, you know, you have the TikTok, you have full time job, you get this community of creators together, and just have that positive impact on so many people. And you know, your birthday's coming up, so um, you know, talk about that and what you're excited most about. Much, you know. My dad's birthday is March too. It's March second, and yours is March fourth. So that's like that's amazing. Oh my gosh! Okay, well, your dad might need to come to my birthday. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, they love my parents, but my parents love your content because um, I show them like your content all the time. They love it. They are they love your content. So uh, just shout out to my parents because they they are fans as well. <laughs> what are what are what are their names? So my parents' names are Jim and Wendy, and I'm Adam. So that my it's funny, real quick. My mom, because my dad comes from a long line. He's a junior, so uh, you know Jim, James, Jimmy, what have you. And my mom and dad, they were like, well, 
they didn't want to have another Jim or James, so they decided on Adam. Uh, so that is why they picked Adam for my name. <laughs> yeah. it, so that is so funny. My my dad's family. So it's he ha- he's the only son, right? So it's Darla, Deborah, Dana, and then wait, I think I missed one. Hold on, Darla, Deborah, Dana, and then there's one more. Why am I? Anyways, and then Rob. <laughs> And Darla, Deborah, Robert, and they named him Robert just because they were like, we cannot have another D in the name. <laughs> like we cannot. We cannot. Oh my gosh, I, I, I love that. Shout I think... out to your dad, Jim or James, whichever you like to be called. I'm opening a Miller right now. <laughs> it's and Miller time somewhere. <laughs> it's, it, it's Meg time all the time. Um, yes. <laughs> But yeah, like happy birthday and you're more than welcome to come. But yes, I am having um, a huge birthday party the weekend of my birthday, March 4th through 6th in Austin, Texas. And yeah, I'm freaking pumped. Perfect. So you got the birthday bash coming up and um, are you doing anything special for, um, you know, your creators or people that might want to be interested in coming to that? Yeah, actually, so we're still in the works on figuring out who 100% is coming. Um, just a handful that are uh, is uh, BMO, Nick Luciano, and Caden, you know, the Trouter gang, uh, <laughs> which <laughs> it's actually really funny. Caden, like in the group message, <laughs> he had said, I'm only coming if BMO's not there because for those that don't know, they have like this huge, like they're best friends, but they have like this huge like battle with each other and it's freaking hilarious. So yeah, but um, them, and then I have three surprise guests coming. Um, but I also have like creators that aren't on the side of like country TikTok. Um, I have Aaron Doe, who he was verified on TikTok. Or not on TikTok. He was verified on uh, Vine. He's and he is verified on. Um, wait, redo that. Okay. I also have Aaron Doe, who he's verified on TikTok, but he was he became famous on uh, Vine. So he's coming, and then I also have, which I cannot believe this guy's coming. Like I literally, I collabed with him the other day, DJ Hunts, which he does a lot of the same comedy skits that I do uh like and yeah so he's coming and yeah so there's just a a wide variety i have people that do amazon reviews coming i have so many people and so for my birthday like i just wanted all of us to get together because we all live across the country and i personally just like want to meet everyone but i also know that it's a great opportunity for all of us to like make content yeah, Meg, that's amazing. I, I love that. Your, your birthday coming up. Party is going to be amazing. Um, so before we wrap things up, I do want to ask, what advice would you give to those who those future creators or ones that are just getting started who want to grow their audience? What advice would you give to those individuals? Oh, boy. A huge question. Uh, <laughs> well, there's a lot that goes into it, but I guess like to wrap it up, I mean, honestly, just be yourself and just have fun with anything you're doing. Like 
if if you want to post a video, like post it, like just do it. And if it does bad, do not delete your TikToks. That is my number one rule. Straight up, do not delete your TikToks because I have videos that are trending from a long time ago that had maybe 200 Latin, 200 views that are now doing good. Do not delete your TikToks like at all. Number one. Mark, like, literally, y'all write that down if y'all are listening. Um, <laughs> besides posting content that can relate to people, like, because I know, like, I mean, I hop on trends also, but every time you're, which I ask myself this every single time I'm about to post a video, ask yourself, if I was scrolling on my For You page, would I think this video was interesting or would I scroll past it? And if you think you're going to scroll past it, do not post it. If you don't even think you could be interested in it, odds are it's probably not going to be. It's it's not going to interest other people, like and so I don't know. I I ask myself that every single time I post something. Mm-hmm. How many drafts I have? Um, <laughs> probably a ton, right? <laughs> oh my god, I have like fourteen something thousand. <laughs> oh my god. But then, okay, side note, I, like, really, I also just post drafts because I think they're funny, and I, like, share them with my friends, but, like, and I forget to delete them, but, yeah. But another thing is, um, like, ask yourself this, which it really honestly does not matter how many followers you have. It truly, truly does not matter. How many followers you have. Yeah, it's cool. And it does help if you do have a huge following. But the number of followers does not matter. Um, You can still be so successful on social media, even if you don't have a large following. But the only thing that truly matters the most is your engagement with your audience. It's like, if you have a huge engagement, so I'm talking, you reply to comments you interact with other creators by liking their videos. Like, and if you're just interactive, but your your viewers are interactive with your stuff, that's what the algorithm truly 100% likes. I've posted videos with 1.6 million followers that have 5,000 views. And they, they're still at 5,000 views. I don't delete them. But then I start engaging with other videos or like I reply to comments and TikTok will push your video. So like that's something that's very important. But like everyone needs to ask herself, would you rather have like a smaller community who cares more about you and what you're doing every day, like day to day and the content that you're creating? Or would you rather have a much larger following but they're just not invested in you? And if they're invested in you, they will continue to come back. Yay, so like, yay! Oh my god, yes! Oh my gosh, that's fire! Like, I'm cracking open a Miller. Cheers! <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. Look, I mean, that you hit the nail on the head there with just um, being authentic. And I don't know how many times we, I've said it and we've talked about it, just being be authentic, and it will help so, uh, so much along the way. So, well, yeah. um, and like one last thing is like, I mean, y'all watch what I'm doing. Watch my videos. Like, 
watch what your favorite creators or creators that have a big following that you like their content, watch what they're doing and see what's working for them and don't copy them, but figure out a way to hop on that trend or repurpose that idea and make it your own because just literally look at what is working for all these big creators and then make it work for you. Figure out how to make it work for you. And like, Mike freaking drop and yee yee. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And if um if people want to get a hold of you or um follow you on TikTok, what is the best way to do that? Well, <laughs> here we go. Are y'all ready for this? Oh okay. yeah, we are. Hell yeah. Yee yee. <laughs> do the da 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 da. I'm kidding. Um, you can find me on TikTok. Um wait, can I say like how I came up with my TikTok name? Like I genuinely want to share that. Like it, it there's a story behind it. It's short. Yeah, yeah. Real real quick. Yeah. Okay, so my name is actually Megan Riley. Um all my friends in college and like everything called me Meg and my family calls me Megan. <laughs> I am from Houston, Texas. Megan the Stallion, I thought was from like the rapper Megan the Stallion. Yeah. And that's what she says to everyone. I found out literally like last night she's not from Houston. She's from, <laughs> she's from San Antonio, but so she's really not the real Meg Stallion. But at the time I was um a little too drunk on Miller and I was talking to my friend and I was like I want to come up with a really cool TikTok name besides Meg Riley and he was like well you're from Houston and I said yeah uh and he goes well Meg the Stallion's from Houston I'm like okay and he's like well how old are you I said I'm 25 or at the time 23 and she was nine uh 20 she was 20 Wow. Yeah. And yeah. And so I'm older than her and I'm from Houston. So technically I'm the real next stallion. It was a drunk drunk thought and it just kind of stuck. And I feel like if I changed it at this point, like it, it would cause more harm to myself than anything. So I just am keeping it. But I found out two days ago that she's not from there. So I'm even more the real next stallion. That's amazing. I, I love that. Love that creative side. Um, so, of course, you can follow uh, Meg on TikTok. Is there any um, other way, maybe email or anything like that, that people can reach out as well? Yes. Yeah, so find me on TikTok at the real Meg underscore Stallion. Also follow my grandma, the real Gaga underscore Stallion. Yeah, yeah. You can find me on Instagram at Meg, R-E-I-L-Y-Y, Meg Riley. Um, and then you can find me on, actually, you'll go to my website. Actually, no, don't say that. I'm trying to think of what else to direct. Oh, I also have a cameo. So if anyone wants a personal request from yours truly, where I'm talking a personal video, where I, I go all out on these cameo requests, y'all, and everything's linked to my bio. Like, if you just go to one platform, you will find every way to get in contact with <laughs> You can also email me. Just literally go to my link in my bio on Instagram or TikTok, and you will I will see what you say. So I'm looking forward to it. And if y'all don't, I'm gonna I'm gonna find you. 
right, so before we sign off, I want to just do a tribute to one of your posts you did on TikTok, uh, the Chick-fil-A video. If you haven't seen it, our listeners haven't seen it, you do a Chick-fil-A video, and it's amazing, one of the one of your comedians that you love. Um, so we're going to get right into it here. I'm going to start us off, and then you'll continue. Let's get it going. I'm going to start off. So I love my wife, but her stories suck. She came home one day and was like, Oh my God, I went to Chick-fil-A. It was so good. But first of all, let me tell you, I was in the car and I was driving. I was like, oh my God, I want to go to Chick-fil-A because I was so hungry because I've been on that diet. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I deserve it. I've been so good to myself. And I saw a Chick-fil-A and I was like, oh my God, God wants me to have a Chick-fil-A. So I went and I pulled into that Chick-fil-A, but that Chick-fil-A was closed. And I was like, oh my God, why is it closed? It's not Sunday. It was a new Chick-fil-A. It's not even open yet. So Forget it. I guess I'm not gonna <laughs> go down Chick-fil-A. I'm gonna stick to my diet. And then I saw another Chick-fil-A and I was like, God does want me to have a Chick-fil-A. So I went ahead and pulled to that Chick-fil-A and the girl was like taking my order. Oh my god, she had the cutest little earrings. They were like little Christmas trees. <laughs> That's my favorite part. They were like yeah. little Christmas trees. And I was like, where do you get those? And she said Hobby she said, Lobby. Hobby Lobby. Away. She got them at Hobby Lobby. Hobby Lobby. At Hobby Lobby. I mean, maybe they sold the stuff to them. I mean, you could make them, make them at Hobby Lobby. But, but but she did not buy them at Hobby Lobby. So anyway. So anyway oh, my God. I love it. Oh, my God. That was amazing. Oh, my God. In Ma- case, my <laughs> Miller Lite open. <laughs> oh, my God. That was amazing. It was like there was no way she got them at Hobby Lobby because I was just at Hobby Lobby. But they don't sell earrings at Hobby Lobby. I mean, maybe she they sold the stuff to make them. I mean, you, you can, can make them at Hobby Lobby, Hobby but Lobby. she did not buy them at Hobby Lobby. Hobby. So anyway, oh my God. Yeah. I love that. I know. <laughs> if y'all don't follow him, like, or y'all aren't familiar with this comedy, he is so funny. And I'm going to do a little plug for him because, shout out, he has a Netflix. Like, all of that relatable, like, series is on Netflix. Like, y'all have got to watch it. And I do appreciate that. It was a lot of fun. And, May, it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast. Um, a pleasure. And I'm sure we'll do this again sometime.